we're putting God first and believing that he's going to help us accomplish our impossible goals. I'm Melody Bateman. I'm a running coach, and I believe in letting the real you out. I'm Tracy Robbins King, and I'm a creation coach. I am enthusiastic about helping people make incremental progress. And we're three peas in pod as we're entrepreneurs, runners, and podcasters. So there's going to be a lot of nerding out. Episodes drop Monday. Woo woo. You guys, it's week nine. Holy cow. Does it feel like we've been doing this for over two weeks? I mean, two weeks, over two months. It's one of those things where it like feels like we've been doing it forever, but at the same time, it feels like we just started. Right? Mm-hmm. It's crazy. Yeah, and Tracy, oh, what? You know, I feel like we've been doing it for a long time. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I feel like I was just podcasting like with Heidi, Josh, and Meredith. So that's where it doesn't feel like it's been that long. But yeah, and Tracy just came back from Montana. We just had a long weekend. Woo-woo. I, I know you guys, I feel like we haven't talked in a couple of days, so there's so much to catch up on. Here's the thing is we have a Marco Polo chain and these guys, like I had like 64 messages to like catch up on. And then I caught up on all of them and then it was silence. And I was like, I broke Marco Polo. <laughs> I know I feel bad stuff like you finally hopped on and then like no one's responding to you. <laughs> but I, that's usually how it is when I uh, you guys are more during the week and I get on the weekends and then you guys aren't like on some. It's okay. You just have lots of Marco Polos for me. I did my favorite things, all the all the good stuff. Which is so fun. I loved your favorite things. Yeah, that was really fun. Super so. Fun. And I just decorated for St. Patrick's Day. I did a reel about this, but I don't know why. But putting up my St. Patrick's Day decorations got me so giddy. Even though it was snowing outside, I was like, hey, Valentine's Day is the gateway to summer. Summer's just around the corner. Two more holidays, and it's here. It's coming. It's coming, guys. Also, Steph, are you in your house? Is that your house? Is that a recording room in your house? No, this is just the sign, um, like oh. my reminisce audio sign that my sister-in-law Kayla made for Roots Tech, and I just put it up here. Oh, so. it's so cute. Thanks. So, well, to start this week, let's talk about how, what, what did you want to, like, keep track of last week with your goals, and how do you feel like it went? Um, man, we really should be more prepared for these starter questions. I'm trying to remember. <laughs> I have, I have like I was gonna continue to do my weekly planning, so, which um, you did great. You texted me on Sunday. Yeah. So even when I was in Montana, I still took the time to write on my weekly, like do my weekly plan, and I've discovered that for me, an open concept, just like two pages, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday is the best method for me, just having like columns and being able to write down stuff. So that's been um, helpful and it does help me know like what the schedule is for that day. So that's been great. I really like weekly planning. It also helps me get, uh, get moving on talking to people and setting things up with other people as well. So that's been really good. 
And then I was, I wrote down how I wanted to write my first solo cast, but I thought I was going to have today and I didn't. So I didn't write my first solo cast. I was like, I was going all week last week and I, then I went out of town and I haven't. So I didn't. We, move, we moved our recording time up a day. So yeah, yeah. I anyway, feel like that's, that didn't happen for me. I, I don't know if that's too big of a task. I, I've been thinking about it. I've been thinking about my topic for it and I'm still sort of sorting through that right now, but, um, and then we also did like, um, setting a boundary, right? So doing something with a boundary mm -hmm. this week. And I didn't really do that, but I did, um, when we had had a conversation last Wednesday, um, I decided about something that I kind of felt obligated to do instead of doing it out of obligation, I chose not to do it. And that was, um, a good practice for me to decide to do it because I actually wanted to do it and to call it good based on what I had already done. So I feel like um, the boundaries thing, there's still more for me to learn there for sure. But I think that in that way, in a way that was, that was a boundary. It was kind of saying like, what, what do I really want to do? And if I'm just like doing things out of guilt or out of shame, that's not how I want to operate. So just getting clear about that. So, yeah. Well, that's a big thing though, to not do something out of guilt or shame. So that's awesome. Yeah. I'm proud of you to get like so much done while you were out of town. So, mm -hmm. Melody, what about your week? So I do remember one of my goals was to give myself a high five in the mirror every day. And I didn't do it every day, but I did do it most days. And I feel like that was a really easy habit to, to do. And now I just remember every morning, like before I leave, to just high five myself in the mirror. So I really liked that. I'm going to keep doing that. I like the um, reel you made with that too. Oh yeah. Thanks. I need to figure out how to do um, your like the music and the voiceover, like what you do but you. okay that would be awesome that was a question right it was just following up from our goals from last week yeah okay yeah. um for me i let myself have like an easy week because we had the podcast coalition which was so much fun all yeah. of us talked about how the next day we <laughs> the three of us like marco pulled and we were like we're still on a high <laughs> so um and that was just awesome because like everyone had their part and everyone like did it and it ran so smoothly. We had such a great turnout. Um, and then you guys, I have crushed it this weekend. Like even though I had yesterday off, I just like plowed through it and worked all weekend. And I have checked so much stuff off my things to do list, which feels amazing. Like just so good to feel a little bit more caught up. Congratulations, um, go stuff. That's awesome. Yeah. And your to-do list, you guys, her to-do list was crazy. She sent me a picture and it was forever long. So <laughs> way to go. Well, and it was just sort of hard stuff. Like this podcast, um, something was wrong with like the plugin that takes the audio. So I like had chatted with chat and they're like, we're gonna, you're gonna have to re-download every single audio file. And I was like, 52 weeks has over 110 episodes. I'm gonna manually have to put all that in, you know? And then it worked out where I didn't have to, but just like stuff like that, where it was keeping me from like, we weren't able to post because this, this plugin issue had 
wasn't working out or whatever. So I got a lot of like those big things off my plate. And I think the biggest thing that made me realize it is Melody's having me track my body battery. Tracy, have you heard much about body batteries? Mm -mm. So it's just on like the watch and it calculates, Melody, is it, it's your sleep, like what you eat, heart rate zone, right? Yeah, it, it mainly measures your heart rate. So it can detect your sleep. It can detect like when you eat, when you nap, when you're really stressed, when you're anxious. So and then it, it drains, your body battery drains as it detects like your stress. And, and then it also drains more like if you have a really hard workout. So just kind of a range of things that it detects and then it slowly drains your body battery. And then when you eat or when you sleep, then your body battery fills back up a little bit. But it's pretty accurate. So I I think it's awesome. I think everyone should have a body battery. Well, and for me, it's been good because sometimes I just wake up and I'm like, okay, like it's 4 a.m. I'm going to And Melody has told me that I can't run unless my body battery is at 85. So now it's like I wake up, I look at my body battery, and it's like go back to bed. Like get that rest. Like it's a, that reminder because it's so low. But like today – I woke up and it was at 75 and I know the reason it's because I was tossing and turning because I had like, this is so lame, but I'm going to a concert and I have to get a COVID test and I'm nervous about like how long it's going to take or just different things today with my schedule. And so I'm like, oh, that's totally why I didn't get as much sleep. And so I think it's helping me to see what are these stressors and I don't want to not be able to run and to have my body battery start out the day low. So it's just been fascinating. So that's been mine. And then with the boundary, um, you know what I realized is that before I start, I need to already know what that, like, like what I'm doing specifically for the challenge because and the, the same thing, I didn't have that necessarily set, but I, I got back on like my morning routines. And so that felt really, really good but that wasn't my specific like boundary so um, i'm curious how you measure your body battery how do you measure that so it's with it's with the watch we both have garmin watches and it just measures it for you okay but honestly it is fascinating to watch like one day i like over ate and the body battery dropped dropped significantly or I like, I could tell that I was tired, but I looked and it was like, oh, you're at like, it was the end of the day. And it was like, you're at 16 like percent. And I was like, okay, well, let's don't stay up. Let's go to bed, you know, or it just is so interesting because the days that I've woken up at a hundred percent, I'm like, whoa, I can do anything, you know? So, but like, I think I'm realizing more and more the, the things that are these stressors and so I'm wanting to take those away. Yay, I'm so happy. I'm so happy that it's working for you. Also, this episode is sponsored by Carmen, but um, <laughs> I just, I really like it because it forces you to be honest with yourself. You could wake up and be like, I feel fine. I'm going to go run five miles. And, but if you look at your body battery and it's like, for me, I woke up with 50 today because Jacob was gone last night and I always toss and turn and he's gone. Sleeping alone in my house is scary. So I slept so bad and I really wanted to do my workout this morning, but I was like, oh, but if I didn't have my body battery, then I would just lie to myself and I'd go to workout and it'd be completely unproductive and it would destroy me for the rest of the day. But 
because I knew my body battery was only at 50, I was like, okay, I probably shouldn't do a workout. So anyways, I think it's awesome. That's amazing. That's super cool. I, that's kind of what, um, with the program, the creator habits with Brooke, uh, snow, she specifically talks about, you know, your eat goal, sleep goal, be still be, I mean, all those kind of line up, like you just need to drinking your water, getting sufficient sleep, eating food that's nourishing. Uh, I just feel like there's lots of meditation, all these different things that we do that actually are, if those things are out of whack, it's harder to be our best selves as well. So it's just becoming aware that if you're just taking things out and then being surprised that you're just feeling crummy, it's a good thing to become aware. Like how often am I actually refilling and recharging um, rather than just depleting my stores of energy? Yeah, exactly. And I mean, today, so we're talking about like boundaries and stuff. And I wanted to tell you guys about this thing that I found with scheduling, because I feel like it, it like already is helping me with my boundaries. Um, so I don't know if you guys have heard of Brooke Castillo. I've heard of her. She's like the life coach school woman. Yeah. So I remember a couple of years ago listening to this podcast on a drive to Bear Lake. Isn't it interesting when you can like remember where certain stuff is at? And she talked about throwing away your things to do list. And it was just like a really powerful like um, podcast episode. I think I tried to do what she said and then I just forgot about it. Right. And I'm. Um, and I, I feel like I've been working so hard, like these past couple of days, trying to get caught up and there's still so much to do. And so I was talking to Melody about it. And I, as we were talking, I was just reminded of this podcast and I was like, how am I going to even find it? I knew it was like a Brooke or a Judy Moore or whatever. I didn't know. I was thinking it was Brooke Snow, you know, so I just like Googled it and it took me a couple minutes to Google to like find it. And then when I did, I was like, yes, this is awesome. And um, she talks about in it, you know, that when people say that they don't have enough time, that that's a lie um, because we all have enough time. And she said that her husband had told her, wow, like, it's amazing that when you say you're going to do something, you actually do it. And she's like, well, yeah, because I made this promise to myself. And so she, in this episode, she broke down how to schedule for yourself. And it's like, it's 50 minutes, but it's so good. And as I was like listening, I was doing everything. And so she said, first off, do a brain dump. Like just put everything down for, for work, for personal that you need to do. Because oftentimes, you know, you might think it's on this things to do list, but your brain oftentimes we'll be like, oh my gosh, I forgot something, like, I forgot I needed to do that. Like, I don't know if you guys have ever felt that, but you're like, I have something I need to do, but I can't remember. She's like, that's because we just have all this stuff, and it's not usually, like, we're doing our best, but it's not usually um, taken care of, right? And, and that is, like, a lot of energy for our mind to be like, what am I forgetting? And so she talked about like, just write everything down, everything that you need to do, everything that you want to do, everything that you think would be awesome to do. And 
Um, there was one other category for it. Everything you need. Let me go grab my paper just a second. It's want, have to, um, need to, and that you would think would be awesome to do. And so you just put that all down and then you put them into like, and then she said to be like, to think, okay, what else? She's like, you're going to think that you're done, but ask yourself what else? And then ask yourself again, what else? And then ask yourself again, what else? And she said, the first time that you do this is going to feel very, very, very overwhelming because there's so many things. She's like, but I promise if you do this consistently for six weeks, that list is going to get smaller and smaller and smaller, and it's going to feel less and less overwhelming. And so then you ask yourself, what's up, what else? And I did this last night just on these... Um, if you can see, it's just like art paper. <laughs> so it was a big blank paper. And, and I just have my different categories. This was my need to, all the stuff that I needed to get done in a week. Um, and then she said to look at that list and to tell yourself, you don't have to do anything on that list. You don't have to feed your kids. You don't have to pay your taxes. You don't have to clean your house or vacuum. She said, there will be consequences if you don't do stuff, but you have free agency and you are in control of what you put on your, your schedule and you don't have to do any of it, which I thought was like really cool. Um, and then um, afterwards she said to go through the list, to go through every item. And this was overwhelming for me because I have a huge list of stuff like personally and work-wise, right? So I was like, oh my gosh. And she said to be like, what's the obstacle for each thing? What's the obstacle from having me do this? So she's like, um, she gave an example that she had to put contact paper in her drawers. Well, she didn't know how to do that. So she had to research who's good at installing contact paper. Then she had to schedule with them. Then she had to hire them. So she said, make those all like little points. Um, so for me... I had a lot of stuff that I was like, it, like just going through and realizing, oh, this is keeping me, oh, I have to schedule this person for the podcast. Well, before I can schedule them, I need to find someone that's knowledgeable about this topic. Okay, then I find these people, then I call them, then I schedule them. It made me realize, oh, this is like five things that I'm putting as one. Or um, one of my things is to research how to do something better. Um, and I'm like, that's probably going to take like an hour and a half to do, you know, like, so to just sort of, um, do that. So then she has you do that. And then, um, she like has you get rid of stuff that you don't want to do. If you, if you don't want to contact the friend, you don't have to contact that friend. If you don't want to get that neighborhood gift, you don't have to get that neighborhood gift. Any, like getting rid of all the shoulds. And then she has you put it on your calendar. And then after it's on your calendar, you get to like throw the piece of paper away. So, um, I mean, that was just a very rough draft and I'll link this. 
But for me, as I was doing this, and I know it was just like last night that I was doing it, it really gave me ownership. And as I looked at my work list, and she like heard her say, you don't have to do any of this. I was like, okay, well, I don't have to, but what are the consequences of each of these not being done? And it made me be like, on my work list, there wasn't anything that I got rid of. But on my personal list, it was like, yeah, no, I don't need to do that. Yeah, no, like, and I love the, it would be awesome, because, like, that's, like, the above and beyond, but, like, breaking it down that way. So I'm really excited, and I'll link this in here, but I'm really excited to, I, I know that these first couple of weeks it's going to be really hard, but I'm excited to plan this way because I think it relieves a lot of the guilt and the shame with things. And then she said, once you put it on your calendar, you keep that promise to yourself. She's like, are you going to want to go clean out that closet? No, like you probably aren't, you know? Are you going to want to go work on your taxes? No, but like that was a promise that you made to yourself and you keep that. What are your guys' that's thoughts? Awesome, go ahead, JC. I think that's I think that's great. I think that's a, a good way to get your priorities clear. I think that's a, a good priority prioritization exercise actually. Or from what I heard, maybe that's just I like the whole idea of the brain dump, getting everything out like onto a piece of paper. And also that would probably take me all day. Like where I'd be like, please help me to remember because I'm and hopefully I I can like keep on remembering things that are coming because I just know that other things are going to come as I continue to like go throughout my day. I'll be like, oh yeah, oh, I should write that down. So I think, or should, but I, I would, that would be productive for me to write that down so that I can remember it. Because uh, I don't feel like everything, even when I do brain dump, does it come at that time? I've just noticed that for myself. So that's kind of interesting that for me, I'm like, okay, I guess as things come, I would also probably ask Heavenly Father to help me to have things come up so that I can remember things as they as I go throughout my day. But I really like the idea of brain dumping because I think a lot of us have a silent to-do list, a silent to-do, like this quiet to-do list that we don't always give enough attention to. And then we're upset with ourselves or upset at others because we didn't do something that was actually on our silent to-do list, but that we just didn't prioritize or get on paper to get done. Well, and I agree with you with the brain dumping. I, I like prayed before too. And she said that as you do this consistently weekly and sort of have it at a time that it trains your brain to like, and, and she was like, and honestly, like you're going to feel so free and it, it's just like there. Right. So I think that, um, yeah, like right now I feel overwhelmed with this. But I want to test it out for six weeks and see, because I'm like, if this can help me, like, why not, you know, so. Steph, I think that's awesome. And I'm really excited to hear, like, what more you learn and how it goes for you as you do it over the six weeks. I wanted to say that as you're talking, you help me understand some things about scheduling and prioritizing in my life. I really liked or I really like how she has you break everything down into steps. And like the example of her wanting to put something paper in her drawers. Anyways, it seems really easy. Like that's a simple step, like do this thing. But then you're like, oh, wait, I need to research this. Then I need to call this person. Then I need to do this. Then I need to do this. And this like, like one sentence, like to-do list item all of a sudden turns into a whole page of to-do list. And it's like a week long project, right? And I think that just helps you be realistic about scheduling and about your goals and about your priorities. 
And it made me realize that I'm, I'm not realistic about, about things when, when I schedule and stuff, I was talking to you last night about how I threw all this stuff off my schedule and I finally got a consistent routine and I was feeling really good. But as I broken things down into steps, my schedule fills back up again. And so the first thing I realized is, whoa, like I cannot believe how much was on my plate before, because even with all this stuff off my plate, I still have too much on my plate. And I, it just made me realize, like, I've not been realistic about these things. I've not been realistic that this actually takes me this, this long. And this actually takes me this long. So that was a good reminder for me to just be realistic about things and to give myself grace and to give myself the buff room that I need to do the things I need to do. Yeah. And I think that's my big thing too. I'm not realistic either. And then I get frustrated because I'm like, well, I've been working so hard, but like I went through and attached a time frame to everything. And I was like, I cannot realistically edit a 30 minute audio and publish it and everything. Like with all the filler words that I edit for work, I can't do it in less than an hour and a half. Like, so why am I telling myself it's going to be 45 minutes or hour? Like, it's just not, you know? And if it's an hour audio, that's going to take me two and a half hours. So I think I'm, I'm like trying to be more realistic. But but I'm that person that always MapQuest gives me a time and I always think that I'm going to beat it. And so then I'm late. I feel that. <laughs> I can definitely relate to that. <laughs> well, I think also part of it too, somebody... I was talking with um, a friend and she told me that for years, she was literally everyone in her family is 10 to 15 minutes late to everything. And she said, not till I was 34 did I learn how to manage my time. And she said it really came down to the fact that she got in control or she she's dealt with some things that she had with eating and dealing with like, she was, she was an overeater. And so she had to learn how to deal with her relationship with food once she did, once she started to learn her relationship with food, she was able to control her time better. Like she was able to be more responsible for showing up to things on time. I know that sounds really weird, but for me, I feel like I have been late a lot in my life, really late. I'm not super late, but I've been late. And one of the things I've realized is that for me, I never actually schedule transition time and how long transitions take in the house. So if I'm going to to go to a thing and I need to be in my car by this time, I need to schedule myself 10 minutes to really appropriately transition. If I need to use the bathroom, if I need to comb my hair, if I need to do something, if I need to grab refill my water bottle and get whatever it is, some of those things people are much faster. And even sometimes I'm ahead of my schedule, but if I don't actually give myself the transition time, then I'm going to be late. And I'm going to think. And so for me, I, I think it was also an issue of control. If I were looking at it like, oh, I get a control when I show up. And so it was just interesting to listen to her and her reasons for why she feel like feels like she finally got a a handle on that specific part of her life but it is kind of interesting to look at our patterns and to pay attention to what do I perpetually do that maybe isn't awesome <laughs> that's awesome I think that just goes to show that everyone is so different like what a random connection between food and showing up late to things but I think yeah it just goes to show that we all just need to look at ourselves and figure out what's holding us back. 
Like what, what do I need to change in my life to be better? So. Well, and this um, phrase that she said in the podcast really stood out to me where she said, I don't, um, she said, there's this idea, the more successful people are, the busier they become. I don't agree with this at all. People who are busier tend to be sloppy with their time management. I'm like, oh, that hurt, that hurt, you know? <laughs> and she said, I want to encourage you to stop viewing busyness um, as a sign of success. And she said, I have a lot going on in my life and I'm not busy. I still have time for conversations with friends, lunches with my husband. She said, living a planned life of intention and making decisions ahead of time is the key to managing your time and the things you want to accomplish. Throw away that things to do list, clear your brain and still get the to do's done while finding extra time in your day. And then she talked about, and I know I'm reading all of this, but I just feel like it was powerful and that she says it better than if I summarized it. She said, people think money is a valuable thing. No, you can always get more money. You can't get more time. Oh, you guys, this podcast is bringing up a lot of emotions for me. It's triggering a lot of chords uh, to the point where I'm probably going to go into my room and cry a little bit after this. <laughs> but uh, you guys, part of it is because I did not sleep well last night, right? Taking care of yourself is so important. But uh, these are the questions that I'm having with this. I'm like, that that sounds great. Like, I've heard that a lot. I had a business coach at my last job. Shout out to Greg Marshall. He is the man. Yeah. And, and he talked about that a lot. Like, I feel like he's a pro at managing his time. Granted, he does have a assistant who does the scheduling for him, which is my dream. But he's really good at doing a lot, getting a lot done, but he still has time to do the things he loves to do. And so he's kind of the first person who taught me that. So I'm, I remember the things that he has said to me and I've been trying to do that. And, but things just get filled up. And, and one question I'm, I'm having is how in the world does anybody have a job? I literally <laughs> don't get it because like, how, how does somebody work 40 hours a week and then go grocery shopping and then cook and then clean the house and then spend time with family. Oh, and you haven't spent time with this friend in forever. And what about this project you want to do? And what about your dream of being a famous sponsored athlete? I mean, that is a part-time job. Like I just, I don't get it. You guys, I don't get it. And I'm so frustrated because like I was feeling so good because I feel like I finally got a consistent schedule where I'm, I'm doing the same thing Monday, the same thing Tuesday, the same thing Wednesday. And now I don't have to plan a random week every single week. But yesterday I planned everything I have to do. And my schedule Monday through Saturday is literally filled from like 6 a.m. to 8 o'clock at night every single day. And I have no room to breathe. And I'm just trying to rack my brain of what can I get off my plate? And I literally don't know. And then I'm like, how does, I don't even have kids yet. Like, how does a working mom do this? How does a single working mom do everything she needs to do, provide for her family, clean the house, take care of her kids? I just, you guys, I'm so frustrated. I just do not understand this. I don't get it. And I'm mad at myself. I'm mad at society. I'm just mad at everything and everyone, except you guys. I'm not mad at you guys. And... <laughs> 
oh, I just don't get it, you guys. And I, I think, I think I have trauma. I think I have trauma from my childhood. Everybody has trauma from their childhood, right? But I just keep going back to like high school. High school was such a traumatic time for me. Like it was for everybody. But I, I killed myself in high school. Like I was so obsessed with getting a 4.0 and, and taking all the honors classes and doing all the extracurricular. Not only did I have to do all the extracurricular, but I had to be the, the captain of the club. I had to be the, the fastest girl on the team. I, and I was obsessed with it. And it resulted in me never sleeping, not eating right. And I drove myself insane. Like, it was a normal occurrence in high school to stay up till 6 a.m. in the morning doing homework, to hop in the shower, and then go to school without sleeping a wink. And those days of just, like, that was my childhood. It was just, like, pushing through. I felt terrible. I was sad. I was tired. And I just pushed through, and I did it anyways. And I think I learned some good things from that. Like, I, I did get really good grades. I got a scholarship for college. I... I accomplished a lot of things, but looking back, like it all just feels so empty. Like I wish I would have let myself get B's and C's. I would have just had fun. I would have created strong relationships. I would have learned how to socialize because now I'm 25 learning how to talk to humans. <laughs> and, and it just, it just is empty. And, and I catch myself in that all the time where I'm, I'm doing all of this work and I'm pushing through this pain and it's so empty. And I'm like, why do I do this to myself? And I think I'm so scared. I have so much anxiety because I don't want to find myself in a place like that again, where I'm just pushing through. I'm just pushing through and I'm not taking care of myself. And yesterday, as I did my schedule, I just had this reality check and I was like, I'm here. This is where I'm at. I'm in this place that I have feared where I'm not taking care of myself and I have too much to do and I just want to shrivel up in a ball and cry. And I binged eight brownies and sushi last night and that doesn't make me feel good. And anyways, there's, I'll get off my soapbox now, but you guys, I don't know what to do. I don't get this. I don't get this scheduling thing. Can I just hire somebody to do this for me? I probably could, but anyways. Oh. Well, I would say any perception you have that people are doing it all is false. They're not. Their house is a mess. They're barely getting by. There's lots of people who are on the, literally the precipice of the wit's end. They don't even know how they're gonna do tomorrow, let alone today. So there's a lot of people who are not doing it all. They just aren't. And I think the perception kind of like what your brother said last week when we were at the Utah Podcast Coalition, he said, there are no perfect people. Don't have the perception that somehow I have a perfect life. And I just thought that was wisdom from our 22 year old Kevin, you know, that he, or was it Kevin? Wait, did I say Ryan? Ryan, why did I say Kevin? Kevin's my dad. Kevin's your dad. <laughs> Ryan. Lots of family the other night. Anyway, Ryan. Shout out to Ryan Callster at Video Life Productions. Seriously, Ryan is amazing. He is an amazing person. He's an inspiring person. 
But I really feel like he kind of, for me, I needed to hear that. I needed to hear somebody say, nobody has it perfect. And it's not, they don't have everything lined up. Not even Brooke Castillo. Brooke Castillo, she still does a great job at what she does, but she she has bumps. She's a human. She's experiencing life. And there's times where things get off course, I'm sure, for her too. But she's established habits that are supporting her to the point where she can have a different kind of lifestyle, which is amazing. That's awesome. Uh, and she's built a million, million, gazillion, I don't know how many, but she's making a lot of money from her, her coaching school. And so she can talk about and say like, oh, you know, money. What did she say? That you can always make more money, but you, you can't get more time. Right. And I, that is true. It is absolutely true. But Brooke Castillo is a freaking millionaire. And I don't, and she built it. She built it. I'm sorry, but just, she doesn't even have to worry about that. That's not. Okay, thank you. Thank you for saying that. I, I don't, I don't mean that to put her down. I'm not saying that. That's not, it's awesome. She built that. Go Brooke Castillo. Awesome. But there are people who are still trying to figure out how to survive. And when you're on the lower levels of the pyramid, when you're trying to like provide for yourself, you, you have to figure out how to do that. Make sure that that box is checked, right? Before you can like maybe move up. You're like, hey, I gotta figure out how I'm gonna continue to provide for my family and be able to decide what's not worth worrying about. Maybe it's that my house is gonna be a mess and I'm okay with my house being a mess because what's more important is developing relationships with my children or with my my spouse or whatever it is so people do let things go and i just think some people do have things figured out but i just think it's like we have to be patient with our own journey and i think the biggest thing is to offer grace to yourself and others like right now melody you're learning a lot you've grown tremendously you're learning how to, to, to navigate boundaries. You are scheduling things. You're trying to like reduce your day-to-day -day stresses and your great and, and your anxiety, like anxiety, trying to make sure you manage things, all these things. And, and the truth of the matter is that grace is the answer, right? Like grace is the answer to a lot of this in the regards that like heavenly father, I, I don't know how people do all these things. I don't know how they do that. I don't know how to get my life into a place where I feel like there's some grace built into this schedule, right? So help me to see the help me to see what I can do. What is it that I can do? What is not necessary here that I think is absolutely an un, you know, what where where is there grace here that I'm not seeing? Where what is requisite and what isn't? And how am I mixing the two up? And I just think it's, I don't know, maybe this is just where I am right now, but I just feel like anytime you look and think, oh, they're doing it all. Sometimes people really do feel like they're like doing all the things and that's awesome. And there are times where you maybe have felt like you're really on top of it. But like, I think most of us have a breaking point where we're like, this is not working. There's too much happening. And so I just think like we want to offer ourselves grace and say like, right now I'm really, really busy and I don't know how I can change it. And I don't know how, what to do, but can you help me God to see where I need to build in or where there is grace, but that I'm not seeing it or I'm not feeling it. 
Tracy, I think that that is huge wisdom to talk about, like, grace and really asking Heavenly Father, like, what, where does this need to be? And, like, me sharing this, I wasn't, like, I just was excited. I wasn't meaning to make Melody stressed out, you know, I wasn't, but. No, you're good, stuff. <laughs> but I, um, I do feel like, even as you were talking, Tracy, there were some things on that work list that, like, popped into my mind that I'm like, you know what, we're producing so many podcasts right now. No one told me I needed to produce that many podcasts. <laughs> like, it's not a requirement of my job, like, of being like, mm, let's take this one off or let's do this. And I, like, as you were talking, I sort of saw the things that I'm like, they aren't, they aren't important. And I think that that's, uh, and it was as you were talking about, like, grace that I started to, like, visually see that on my list. And so I think that that's a really important part of like planning too is being like okay what is crucial and like what you're saying yeah if you have a million dollars like work you don't have to work like as many hours a day as everyone else and if you're an entrepreneur you have to do a lot more to get your your business up and going but I think that there can be that like piece of knowing these are the things that I want to do not that I'm feeling guilty about not that are my shoulds like of taking ownership of it and being like, this is what I'm choosing to do because I want it. Whether it's you want food, whether it's you want to like buy something nice or you're working for this, or this is something that you like to create. And I love that because, because then it, it doesn't feel like you're trapped. It doesn't feel like you're trapped in this. I, I have to do this. I have to do this. I have to do this. Then, then it feels like you have more freedom to choose. So I like that a lot. And, and I just wanted to thank both of you for reminding me to focus on the fire, because as you both are talking, I'm like, I'm, I was going to say, I'm such an idiot, but I know I'm not an idiot. I'm trying to talk nicer to myself, but I'm like, come on, Melody, are you serious? We're doing this podcast all about focusing on the fire. I did, I was doing so good. And remember, I was like, I'm going to include God in my decisions. And I did. And I felt better. And guess what I have not been doing lately? I have not been asking God for help. I have not been including him in my decisions. And look what happened. Look what happened. What? Like, how do we forget so easily? How do we forget so easily? It's just crazy. So I'm grateful for good friends like you to remind me. So thank you. And also just like a side note, I actually don't feel great like saying like, well, Brooke Castillo has a different life, right? Like in a way it's like, I don't know her story. I don't know. And honestly, I don't need to judge her life. It's just that like Brooke is Brooke has built something and she built it. She built like, um, I don't even know how much. She makes a lot, a lot, a lot of money, but she built that. She built that. That's amazing. And I know it must have taken tremendous amounts of discipline and work to do what she did. And so I don't want to minimize that by any means, but I am just saying that sometimes I think we have this perception, even with people who are in the self-realization world and the coaching industry and things like that. I think sometimes we have this ideal that they, they don't have hard times or that they don't have hard difficult or that it's not difficult for them or whatever at different times, even though they have all these tools and they know what to do. I just think that's not true. They just get bigger problems <laughs> and then they have to deal with those bigger problems. And so I just think you're just kind of upgrading. You're like, okay, like system upgrade so I can handle the new problems. Okay, system upgrade. And so 
it's kind of like life. We're, we're just like learning how to manage where we are right now. But I feel like God is going to give us an upgrade and he's going to be like, hey, okay, now you're ready for new things. Here we go. Here's a new spin on that. <laughs> and I just think that that's something that she's clearly had to overcome and is continually, continually in. But I just feel like it's not my place to like judge that position. I'm just saying that we we sometimes think like that there is a perfect person that lives the perfect life. And maybe they do live a really great life, but I, I don't know that it's, per, it's never just as perfect as I think we have the perception. Well, I thought right. it was a good point that you brought up though, about like, you know, the, the self-help people like the Tony Robbins, the Mel Robbins, your, your, your um, aunt and uncle, <laughs> Tracy. <laughs> no, um, but I just like to call them your aunt and uncle. But like they live, a, they live a different lifestyle. They aren't having the nine to five, and maybe like they have busier days because they're doing conventions and stuff. But they they're at the point probably that they don't need to work because they have so much revenue coming in. And they work because they love. I think they work mm -hmm. because they love to serve the people. And like I mean, if you've seen Tony, Ro Tony Robbins, like he does these like huge long conferences right he does these all day events and he goes all day and like he has an incredible amount of endurance but he's had to build himself up to being able to do that and he does it because he loves the people but i just think everybody does it differently right mm -hmm. yeah i i agree with stuff i think you did bring a, a good point tracy and my question is what did these people have to do to get to where they're at like you said maybe they do have a pretty good life right now. And I think it's it's really um, big of you to say, and it's not perfect, like no one has a perfect life. Like I, I really love just being reminded that no matter how perfect someone's life looks, like everybody has their struggles. And I see what you're saying, like, like maybe it's not fair to be like, oh, their life is so great. Cause yeah, everybody struggles. But like I said, I think you have a really good point. And so, like I said, back to my question, what did they do to get to where they're at? And then, this stumps me a little bit because everyone is going to say, oh, they hustled. They worked hard. They worked 80 hours a week. So they could work four hours a week. You know, like the Tim Ferriss being like, he worked so hard to get to where he's at. And I'm like, okay, that, that sounds, that sounds great. But actually it doesn't sound great. Cause I don't, I don't <laughs> want to do that hustle. I don't want to like, that is what I'm trying to avoid. That's what I'm, that's what I'm afraid of. So I don't know. I feel like there's a couple different choices in life. I feel like you can do the safe. I'm trying to be careful about how I say this. First of all, I just want to say whatever route you choose to do in life, like that's your choice and you need to follow your dreams and your passions and follow the path that God has laid out for you. Everyone's path is different and, and you need to just, you know, trust your path and, and, and let it happen. I guess, I guess for me, what I'm looking at is these two paths of, okay, I can go get a stable job and work that job and, and kind of stay at this like moderate, this, love, this like middle, you know, safe level for my whole life. I could go have that now. I can have a routine. Things would be good. Or I could like hustle, 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 work really hard, create this like dream life that I have. But like I said, I just, I have all this anxiety and like, I, I'm so scared of this hustle. So like, is it, is it possible to, to work really hard to quote unquote hustle 
without killing yourself and still create your dream life. Do you know what I'm saying? Yes. Like, I, I just feel like, like, what I've seen, what I've heard, it just seems like the only solution is to kill yourself for 10 years, never sleep for 10 years. And then one day you'll have this amazing life. Do you know what I'm saying? I think that's false. I think you can totally have a successful life and be more of a moderate person while you build that. And you don't I, have to kill yourself. I think it's harder though, because I remember when I just first started podcasting, I would go on tracks and I would edit. I would edit on my lunch and then I would usually edit until like nine or 10. Um, Cause I was learning how to do a website and everything. And that, that was just as my hobby. I didn't think that it would become my career. Um, but like, I just remember I couldn't get out, wait to get out of work to work on what I was doing. Now, granted, if I didn't have that full-time job, I don't know if I would have had the mental capacity to work on all of that because I probably would have been like, what am I, where, how am I going to eat? How am I going to live? You know? So I think it is a hard balance between the two. Right. And not to mention, I don't mean to like bring up a totally different, I mean, this is along the same lines, but not to mention like the praise you get when you're busy. Like I've noticed the more I do, the more people go, wow, wow, that's amazing. Wow. You're such a hard worker. And then when I say I'm taking this off my schedule or I'm doing less, then the response is, oh, hmm, okay. Oh, interesting. AKA you are lazy, right? <laughs> See, and well, that's interesting. Yeah, I mean, that's interesting because I think Steph does make a really good point. Like, I think she makes a good point about like, yeah. you have to work hard. But, and maybe this is me, but I have seen people who have like moderately, maybe they didn't get there as fast. Maybe it didn't go as quick, but like they did get to places by being more moderate. They didn't have to, see, I don't know, maybe I have this perception, but I don't think you have to hustle. I, don't, I think it's a false, I think you do have to work. You have to work. But I don't know that you have to hustle like people say to have what you want. I think it's about how you allocate your time. It's about discipline with your time. And, and I, I would, a lot of people aren't very disciplined with their time, including me. I would agree with that too, because you can be like, oh, I'm working on something. But how many times did you check your phone? How many times did you get on the internet and search something, you know? So I agree with that. I think I don't have any examples of moderate though, because I look at my dad and he's just a hard, like super hard worker. And when I say like, I was podcasting, it wasn't every night, right? But like that I would work that late, but it was a lot of hours that I was, it was like a, a second um, part-time job of like the podcasting. So, so I don't know, it is an interesting thought. Um, but it, it's true, like, it just depends on if you're looking at like a 10 year plan. Yeah, why kill yourself? like in one year and then not want to do anything with it. Well, to me, it just makes sense to, I feel like that is, sorry, I do this thing where I like start a sentence and I get a different thought then I start a new sentence and then pretty, I'm just saying like a whole bunch of half said sentences. But anyways, um, I feel like that kind of is the approach Jacob and I have taken in our lives is, is, um, take a little bit more time so 
So like for me and Jacob, it took us a little bit longer to get done to school because we were working and going to school and paying off loans as we went to school. So when we graduated school, we weren't in debt, right? So it's like we could have like killed ourselves through school and then graduated 100 grand of debt. And then we have to, you know, but it took us a little bit longer. And, you know, in Utah LDS culture, we've we've waited a little bit to have kids. And, and I feel like that's because we're, you know, trying to get financially stable. We're you know, and, and so I feel like we've, we kind of have already chosen to take that route in our lives of like, let's move a little bit slower and, but, but do it in a, in a healthy way, instead of just rushing, rushing, rushing. And then all of a sudden we find ourselves like in debt and totally crazy. And do you know what I mean? Um, but I don't know what I'm saying. I lost my train of thought there. Um, but yeah, like, like what you're saying stuff with, you know, like staying up until 10, editing your podcast. I feel like that's the story. Like that's the story. That's, that's the Tim Ferriss book. That's you read about the hustle and all the hard work and how Amazon started in, in the, this guy's garage and like, and, and it's an awesome story. Like everybody loves that story of how you work so hard to get to this place. And that, that story has just given me so much anxiety that story scares me so much. Cause I, I feel like, you know, like I said, when I was younger, that's what I tried to do. I was like, I'm going to hustle, 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 hustle. But I, I don't like where that hustle has got me. I don't like where it's got me because I'm not happy in, in my life. I'm stressed. I'm so stressed and I'm so anxious. And I don't want to live that way, you know? So I want to believe that that it's possible to create your dream life. And, and I think there's a big difference between working and hustling or, or killing yourself. Like, I don't think work has to mean killing yourself. Like work is work and, and work is awesome. Like everybody, every human, I think innately wants to work. We all want to feel like we have purpose. Like we have something to do, like we're contributing to the world. We want to feel productive and like we're growing and work is an awesome thing. And I, I have tried to change like make that my perspective of like work, work is awesome. It, it doesn't have to be a hustle, kill yourself, you know? Um, I don't know. I do think, I do think a big thing that I have to work on is, well, boundaries, like coming back to boundaries. I have to set these boundaries for myself and I have to ignore what the world is saying, what people around me are saying. And I have to ignore those little comments of you're lazy and, oh, but it's so hard. That, that is so so much easier said than done, right? And I agree with that. And I would actually tell you, like, maybe people are just like, I don't know if people are always thinking you're lazy, right? I think people are often thinking, oh, that's interesting. Like, she's doing something different than what I'm used to. Or, mm. I don't know. Do you know what I mean? I, I think sometimes there's discomfort because we're not prepared for people to set boundaries. I think sometimes we're just not, the culture doesn't, leave leave way for that and so i don't know that people are actually saying that i think they're kind of like oh you're doing it different and they're it disrupts what they're used to well and i would love to see more stories of people that they're like hey i just did this for an hour a day an hour a day for five years and look at me now you know because (laughs) everyone has an hour a day that's a tv show um and like imagine if you were consistent at doing something hour a day and for five years and it like got you success i don't know like i just think that there is a point of that it doesn't have to be 
this big hustle right away. And I just was thinking about one of my first um, Notable Peeps interviews. It was with this pianist. Um, is that how you say it? Pianist? Pian yeah.
And I think that that's something that does add up. So I don't know. So if any of you listening have stories or know people you want to connect us with, reach out. Yeah. Yes, please. Teach us. Teach us how to schedule. Please. <laughs> so our invitation for you guys this week is to set a boundary and to set it small and to be specific. Don't just say, oh, I'm going to set a boundary like what I said and then it's like, the day before recording, I'm like, well, didn't get that. But it could be anything like high-fiving yourself in the mirror. I've been doing mirror talk where I just like tell myself what Tracy told me. I love and accept you stuff. Um, or even just a boundary of, you know what, I'm going to make my bed today. Um, whatever it is, do something small and keep that promise to yourself. That's our invitation. And focus on the fire. And focus on the fire. Exactly. Involve God with your goals. Exactly. So, well, thanks for listening, guys.